night I walk alone to get the feeling right We started making out and she took off my pants But then I turned on the TV And that's about the time she walked away from me Nobody likes you when you're 23 And I still more abuse my TV shows What the hell is ADD? My friends say I should act my age What's my age again? What's my age again? Welcome to the Elder Emo Podcast, where we talk about all things pop punk, emo, post-hardcore, the broader punk scene, and everything in between, and play some jams for you. Welcome to another edition of the Elder Emo Hour. I hope you're excited, I hope you're ready, I hope you're stoked for another nearly non-stop block of music, curated and moderated by yours truly. Thanks for joining me, crack open a cold one, make yourself a cup of coffee, drink some water, it's important to stay hydrated and get ready to jam. Let's go. Hello, friends, and welcome to another edition of the Elder Emo Hour. I'm your host, Brandon Robertson. I am one-third of the Elder Emo podcast crew. Thanks for joining me. I hope you're excited. I hope you're ready to rock out because I had a surge of inspiration, and there's a whole bunch of songs kicking around in my head that I think I want to play for you. But yeah, welcome back. I hope you guys liked the uh, first edition of the Elder Emo Hour. I hope you guys are enjoying everything we're doing. Um, Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for all of the likes, all of the listens, all of the shares, everything. But let's not stop there. Let's keep sharing. Let's keep blowing this thing up. Keep blasting it in your cars, your headphones, through your computer at work, wherever you are. Don't stop tapping people on the shoulder at the grocery store or chasing them down in the street like a crazy person to show them the podcast. We much appreciate that. And as always, we are on Instagram at The Elder Emo Podcast and Facebook at The Elder Emo Podcast. If you don't follow us on those, uh, be sure to do that and keep up with all of the things we are doing. Even though we're terrible at keeping up with our social media, that's one thing we're working on to get better at, as I've mentioned in the past, so... Yeah, you're going to be blessed with some more of our faces and voices and um, annoying opinions more and more. So, yeah, just get ready. Anyway, let's kick things off with a band called North Star.
news But I'm telling you that it's not gonna do I think it always finds you But it all depends on how you battle with the pressure You take a left and it's standing in the way You try to shake it off but it seems to want to stay Your poker face could make them melt Just sit back and deal with it and you're
Man, what a great song. You know, I have to admit, back, uh, I think it was in like 2016? No, 2017, 2018, somewhere around there. I had gone to not an official emo night, but an emo night, uh, you know, type event in Lubbock, I think. Yeah. Um, Yeah, at the library in Lubbock. And... You know, they had played that song, Mr. Brightside, and I remember back then thinking, like, this isn't emo, is it? Like, I don't know. I never, I always liked that song, but I never, you know, really put it in the same realm as, you know, all the other bands that I loved. But, you know, it's one of those things that, in retrospect, like, it fits the era. It's, you know, lyrically, it is a, you know, an emo song, technically, I guess. Um, and, you know, it, it, it fits. Like, they kind of nowadays, when you look back on it, they would have fit on a bill with a lot of these bands that we, you know, tend to think of when we think emo. Um, though they may not sound exactly like those bands, um, and they're a lot more in the, uh, like, post-punk uh, genre. You know, uh, it's, hardly, it's hardly the uh, specific musical style because emo, you know, covers everything from some like straight up, you know, punk rock to post hardcore with a little bit of screaming and heaviness um to, you know, like the 90s emo uh which was a lot more uh clean guitar tones and noodling and you know, to the to the pop punk uh which pop punk in and of itself sounds vastly different from one era to the next. Um that's just kind of how all of this works. So it's more of an umbrella term emo is more of a the scene than the uh, specific sound, I guess. But all of these bands do have like that through line, that through thread, that punk DNA at the very core of it. Um, so I guess there's that. Anyway, that's uh, that's a good song. Um, really enjoy "Set It Off" is a newer. Well, I say newer, and their first album came out ten years ago, but or you know more than 10 years ago. This the song I played Breathe In Breathe Out is uh 12, 11 or 12 years old. But that's new compared to, you know, the 20 plus year old uh albums that we tend to talk about and play on the show. But yeah, that's a very good band. Um, you know, they sound drastically different these days than than they did back then, but you know, I still still like those first few albums quite a quite a good bit. You know, had a little rise against in there for you, and a band that a lot of you have probably not heard of called North Star, which is a, a nice uh, pop punky band from the early 2000s. And the song was Pollyanna. Um, that is a catchy dang guitar riff. I love that song. It makes my head bob every time I hear it. So let's let's shake things up a bit. How are you guys doing? I want you to uh, answer me somehow, um, mystically in the future. Uh, respond to this past question because um, it will be past tense by the time this episode is aired. But you know what do you guys think? Comment on the the Instagram. Comment um, on our posts when we share about episodes. Uh, I'd love to hear some feedback and some ideas. I'm sure the other guys would too. You know, rousing discussions about the scene and our histories with it and, you know, even your opinions. Like, 
we don't have to get hostile. We can just, you know, share opinions if you agree, if you disagree. Like, that's what it's all about, discussion. And, you know, we're all going to, you know, perceive music differently. So uh, why not share that experience? And if there are songs that you think we should play, you know, if you've been listening for the last, you know, however many episodes and you just keep waiting for us to play that one song that you're like, man, once they hit hit this song, I know they're legit. Once they play this, I know that they're the real deal and I can trust them. Uh, whatever that song may be or songs or artists or, you know, even if there's stuff that you don't think we should be playing, um, we may not listen to you or care if you think so or not, but um, feel free to tell us, feel free to comment. We would love to have discussions with those of you who are listening. As I've mentioned before, we are about to launch some merch, uh, probably t-shirts first, and then after that we may progress into hats and stickers and coffee mugs and uh, you know whatever else we can throw the logo on and sell for a ridiculous price. So if that is something you're interested in, be on the lookout for that. Um, we will be announcing more about that shortly. And for now, let's keep uh, let's keep on jamming. Here's the story so far.
living legend in my hometown there's no crowd in a underground estate fight to fight until you're knocked out there's no doubt it's all momentary gain feel like i'm stuck in the yearbook lost in the past been pushing off heartache washing dust off the windows to stare at the glass ignoring the heartbreak i hope i don't wake up and it's all over
Another underrated band, Blindside. That song was called Pitiful, um, if you couldn't tell by the fact that they said it in like 50 times in the song. But that is a fantastic song. Um, I feel like that's a very unique song in this world and in this genre. Um, Blindside is definitely uh, more on the post-hardcore side with you know the screaming and a little bit of heaviness and... Um, but lyrically, you know, they're technically an emo band. They're of this era, and some of their songs are kind of, you know, emotional. But but this song is, uh, lyrically, it's very much about, um, as a Christian, you know, pretending that uh, there aren't, you know, consequences for the things we do and pretending that, uh, you know, we don't have a moral code that we claim to follow uh, just long enough to do something that gives us momentary pleasure. Um, and, you know, there's literally uh, references to um, Jesus and the cross and 
you know, being one of the people to hammer the nails into his hands. Um, you know, I'm not here to get all preachy on you guys. I just, you know, I think it's a beautifully written song and I think it's a unique one in the grand scheme of things. Um, yeah, very great band, very great song. Before that was um, a much more recent song, literally from this year, from an album that uh, is not even out yet for another couple of weeks. It's The song was called Upside by Gable Price and Friends. Gable Price and Friends is a band out of uh, Redding, California. Um, much like Hunter G.K. Thompson, who I played a song from on the last Elder Emo Hour, uh, Gable Price and uh, his bandmates are all from the the Bethel Church in Redding, California. I believe they're all students at the uh, Bethel School of Supernatural Ministry. Um, yeah, and Gable Price and David Funk, uh, who used to be in the band, I don't think he's in the band anymore, but they're both a part of the Bethel Music Collective and lead worship on Sundays and for all their services and stuff. So it's cool. I mean, it's really cool to hear them making this kind of music on the side. Um, it is very, uh, you know, post-punky, uh, alternative, uh, hipstery kind of music, but still fits into this realm, still fits into the uh, punk rock umbrella. If, even if that's only because I want to force it to fit under there, it does. So yeah, just indulge me. And again, kind of like I was saying on the last Elder Emo Hour, you know, I always look for those um, those intersections between, you know, uh, church and Christianity and, you know, just the, the modern like church culture and this uh, this scene and this style of music that I grew up with and love and hold dearly to my heart, um, you know, I always struggled with kind of feeling like I had to have both feet on one side of the fence. And I mean, I guess it's a struggle to even see it as, you know, two sides of a fence. But, you know, I always when I was among people at shows kind of felt off as like this Christian kid who didn't want to drink too much, didn't want to cuss a lot. Um, you know, wasn't doing a lot of the things that these people were doing. And I, you know, I was seen as kind of a, a square, I guess there were people who I hung out with that would, you know, kind of watch, you know, what they say and do around me like, Oh, we can't, you know, we can't party around Brandon. And, it's good. I'm not saying that that's a bad thing. I appreciate that, <laughs> you know, cause I didn't want to get wrapped up in crazy stuff, but, and not to say anything bad about the people I hung out with. I didn't hang out with a lot of like hardcore drug addicts or anything, but you know, you know what I mean? Um, but on the flip side, you know, feeling kind of like I didn't fit in with the people at the shows because of being a Christian. I also, when I was at church a lot of times, because I dressed, you know, like a kid in a band. I, you know, wore band t-shirts. I was very serious and passionate about the band I was in, about the shows I wanted to go to, about this music. It almost made me feel a little out of place, you know, among my church family and my church friends too. And I, I always hate having to, you know, see them as two different groups, like my music friends and my church friends. And I always tried to bring as many people across both ways as possible um, until you realize how <laughs> how hard it is to convince people 
who you're uh, having a beer with on a Saturday night at a punk show to come to church with you the next morning on Sunday. Um, and vice versa, you know, church people who are, you know, not in that world, you know, probably less likely to say, yeah, sure, I'll go to that show with you. Um, and so I always kind of felt like I was, I pictured um, the scene from Spider-Man Homecoming where he's got all the webs and he's holding the boat together after it's cut in half by the, the laser. I feel like that's me. And, you know, I'm holding, you know, in one hand um, my church life and my Christian friends and, you know, all of the things I'm involved with there in the worship team. And in one, the other hand, I'm holding, you know, my, you know, non-church going friends and everyone who's involved in like the emo crowd and all of that. And I feel like I'm holding it all together. And I know I'm hardly the only person in these shoes. And I know it's not on my shoulders to hold everything together. I'm not trying to sound arrogant or cocky or anything. It's just kind of a funny <laughs> visual that I have in my head when I think about it. Um, you know, and to elaborate, you know, last episode I said I was going to talk more about this a little bit, and I guess this is a good opportunity to kind of expand on what I mean when I say I think you can be either or or both. Um, you know, as a Christian, you know, we believe that we are to be in the world and not of it. Um, you know, we are different from people who don't, you know, believe in Jesus. And that's just natural. That's not saying that we're better. That's not, you know, to offend anybody, but it's just different, you know, in the same, the same way that if you have like a Buddhist friend, like he's going to be different from you, you know, because he adheres to a different, you know, practice than you do in your life. And so, you know, it's, it's just that kind of thing. Like, you know, we're always, um, you know, supposed to be set apart is something the Bible says a lot is to be set apart and to live, you know, above reproach this example, um, of who Jesus was. And, you know, people kind of mix that up into a like, okay, well, I'm not going to cuss. I'm not going to drink. I'm going to be, you know, polite. And that's, that's what that means. And it's, it's not that necessarily it's all of our very core values, our core principles, um, you know, offering a different view of the world, an upside down kind of view of the world where you don't have to, you know, stay a slave to things that don't do your life any good. Um, and that there is a hope and a, a salvation for your, you know, for your sin and for your, your wrongdoing. Um, and, you know, I'm probably triggering some people and I'm, you know, I'm going to stop there with, you know, the Bible talk, you know, that's, it's not what this podcast is, but you know, there's that side of it knowing that like we're, you know, set apart in that regard, I guess. Um, and you know, me being this punk kid at heart, this emo kid at heart, you know, I feel a lot of feelings and I, um, come up with a lot of creative ways to express them, you know, through song and podcast. And, you know, I write, notes to my girlfriend. I'm 31 years old and I still write her cute notes, you know. Um, it's just things I do. It's just part of who I am. And this music helps with that so much. And I do find myself sometimes listening to too much of it and being in a sad state of mind, even when, you know, I have no reason to be sad. But, you know, I, I think in moderation, you know, it's great. And, you know, that goes for any kind of music. Like, 
you shouldn't just only listen to one type of music only forever and ever over and over. It's not healthy for you. Um, nor should you eat the same thing over and over and over again, or watch the same TV show or the same movie. Like it's just not healthy. Um, (laughs) so that's not just about emo music, but yeah, you know, all that long way around to say that, you know, I've always kind of felt like I had a foot in each door here and, um, you know, I hope that it puts me in a unique position to to kind of bridge that gap a little more to, um, you know, to show some more, uh, you know, people in this realm the, uh, you know, the Christian side of it. No, not like all the Christian tooth and nail bands, but, you know, like these literal worship leaders who are writing emo songs and stuff, too. Um, and I just love the idea of, like, crossover and, like, finding that crossroad between you know, two different things and how they relate. It's just something that sparks a fire in me, makes me excited. Um, yeah, so there's, there's that. Um, hope you guys are enjoying my foray into that as well. Anyway, uh, we're going to keep things going. Here's some very old school, classic My Chemical Romance.
Y'all ever heard of that band? From Autumn to Ashes. That's another uh, one of those bands from back in the day that I feel like not a lot of people really knew about. Um, I always knew the name, but I never really listened to them much. And honestly, they kind of took a while to grow on me. Even even now sometimes I kind of have to like get in the zone to listen to them and enjoy them, I guess. Um I don't know, crossing over into that like 2000s screamo territory, there are some bands that are like my favorite in the world. And then on the flip side, there are some of those bands that are just like, mm, you know, not, not that they're bad, just, you know, takes a little bit more for me to get into them. You know, I'm, I'm kind of actually more coming around to that sort of stuff now, I think. Uh, recently went back and listen to a lot of these guys' songs, and um, Fear Before the March of Flames, which was another one I knew about but didn't listen to much, um, and even a static lullaby um, that I played on the last episode of the Elder Emo Hour. I didn't 
know them back then nearly as well. Like I knew the name, heard a couple of songs and was like, they're good. But now I'm finally just going back and I'm like, wow, this is, this is pretty good. And of course, I have to talk about it because I haven't gotten to talk about it much on the proper podcast or this or anywhere with anyone really, but I played a new Armor for Sleep song and it's the year 2022 and uh, I said a new Armor for Sleep song and not only that, we have a new album that came out a couple of months ago and it's just, it's absolutely incredible, it's amazing, it's perfect. It's everything I would expect an Armor for Sleep record to be in the year 2022. I, you know, they've been one of my favorite bands for quite a while. Um, they're, they're another one that kind of just grew on me more and more and more until they became like one of my absolute favorites. Um, but I've always, always really liked them. They've always been close to the top of the list for me and then quite a few years ago I just kind of consumed their whole discography over again for the first time in probably you know a decade or more um and then yeah uh you know I just realized that they're one of the greats one of the best bands of all time in my opinion And I'm so happy that they're back. I have never got to see them. I had tickets to go see them in Dallas last year, I think, and ended up uh, not being able to make it over there for the show. Um, You know, life gets busy. Um, Work and life and just being a grown-up kind of hinders your concert going sometimes or most of the time. But yeah, super excited they're back. Um, there are a lot of bands coming back now. Um, I don't know if you guys saw the flyer. We talked about it on the last episode of the Elder Emo podcast, but they released the flyer for next year's uh, When We Were Young Festival already. And to my surprise, one of the very um, most shocking bands on the flyer was Finch. Um, so they're coming back, apparently. Um, and, of course, headlining is Blink-182 with Tom back in the band. Um, so there's just a lot of you know bands reuniting, coming back. It's uh, It makes me want to go to more shows because of the fact that, you know, back then I didn't get to go to a lot of concerts, and then I kind of went through this phase that I'm still in where I don't really enjoy going to concerts much because I'm old and... I like to go to bed early, and I don't like to stand around for hours on end. And I also don't like to spend my money on crappy auditorium seats either. So <laughs> it's like, what what can you do when there is no pleasing you, you know? Um, but, you know, now we got Mike Kim back, Blink is back, um, all these reunions and stuff and these anniversaries. And it, you know, now... I kind of feel like I can satisfy that part of me that never got to go to, you know, Warp Tour 06 or anything like that. Um, God willing, you know, I can find time and convince my girlfriend to go to some of these shows with me because that would be amazing to experience some of these bands live for the first and, you know, maybe only time. But, But yeah, it's just exciting to see all of this kind of stuff going on now. 
And that's about all I got for you guys this week. I'm going to leave you with a newer artist, Kenny Hoopla, as well as some Snow Patrol and Chiodos. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for joining me. Hope you've enjoyed yourselves. Be sure to check out the Elder Emo podcast proper. We have a lot of fun conversations and play a lot of great music on there. And again, follow us on Instagram at the Elder Emo Podcast and follow us or like us or whatever you do on Facebook at the Elder Emo Podcast. And get on your preferred platform and rate the show, review the show, share the living crap out of the show with every single person you come into contact with. Blast it loud and proud. See you next time. Love you guys. Thank you so much for joining me. Stay safe. Stay hydrated. God bless you. Would you lie with me?